Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, actually, a very exciting day for me. Uh, boy, this is something uh, five years ago when I uh, started our show. Uh, never dreamed maybe this day would come, but thankful for it. And we are thankful to welcome to our show uh, Jim Shockey. And uh, certainly, if you're into the outdoors and hunting, uh, you know the name, legend hunter, conservationist, award-winning outdoor writer, uh, wildlife photographer, and uh, outfitter for nearly 30 years. Of course, you know the TV shows on the Outdoor Channel, um, Uncharted, one of our favorites, uh, Jim Shockey Hunting Adventures. So, Jim, thanks for being with us today on Sportsman of Colorado. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm getting a big fat head listening to all those compliments, though. Well, hey, well, I'm telling you, it was awesome to meet you here uh, in in Denver, and uh, so so thankful you're taking a few minutes to be with us today. Well, you know, boy, look, looking and doing the research, you know, watched your shows for all the years and all the things, but then going back and, and listening to uh, kind of how you got into this and some of your background, wow, it's just things I didn't know. So if you don't mind taking a minute. Take us back a little bit and uh, tell us a little bit of your history and then how you got into the whole hunting and outdoors. Boy, I started about, let's see, I think it was two years old, <laughs> you know, collecting beetle bugs and earthworms uh, uh, way back when. And, and I mean, I, it was, I was born into it, so it wasn't long before I graduated to mice and gophers and coyotes <laughs> and eventually deer. And, and our, our family, when I grew up, I, I mean, I lived in a trailer park for my first six years. And if my dad didn't get a moose every fall, we didn't go you know, buy a cow. That didn't exist. Right. Like, I didn't even know you could do that back in those days. So, so we, you know, we came from a hunting family, but for meat, um, you know, my dad, his uh, favorite hunt would be get out there, get get a deer first thing in the morning so you could be back at work by noon. And that was a good hunting season. And I... I just took a one more step where, to me, you know, there's something a little more spiritual involved than just just the meat. So, you know, I, I uh, started trying to make the hunts last until the last day, and uh, and uh, then started writing about it. And then I published my first article in Bowbender Magazine back in 1984. Got $42 for that article. Wow. Now that started me on my professional career. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And, you know, um, again, we're going to talk about some of the hunting and all the things, but one of the things that really impressed um, me, uh, you know, a lot about um, just your, uh, your mission, your philosophy a little bit is your emphasis on family. Um, talk, talk a minute just about, you know, what that means for you as far as family, now hunting with family and uh, all of that. Well, you know, I... That that is what hunting is about. Right? They they tend to focus in the popular press on that little tiny slice of hunting that that's the kill, and and they say that's what hunting is all about is the kill. It's not. It, hunting is, is a big pie all around that part. You know, that's a, that's a fraction of a second in a in a given hunt that might have taken a year to prepare for and and uh, you know years to save for. Sure. And 
so family family is is a huge part of that that pie um, you know back historically we would have we would have hunted to bring food to our family you know which which makes the you know the tribe stronger the clan stronger and and that's you know it, it was all about family mm-hmm. and and it still is to this day if you know when I'm speaking at events it, I see families in front of me you know this isn't you know, it's nice to get a big animal shirt. It is, and it's nice to get meat for the table. But ultimately, you know, the family is is the most important part. This tradition of passing down the skills from grandfather to father to you know son to grandson and and, and on through the generations. I mean, that's it, you know, to me, hunting is uh, is all about family. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Jim Shockey is our guest. Be sure and check out his Facebook page or, or one of them. Uh, you can go to facebook.com slash uncharted television. You can follow there. Check your local listings for the outdoor channel shows. Again, Jim Shockey hunting adventures and Jim Shockey uncharted. A uh, great, great show. And you know, there, boy, our, our stations are filled with a lot of shows, but I'm telling you, uh, I can't think of one that, that comes near to matching um, where you put us because where you, it's great when you can kind of follow the adventure and yet feel like almost you're, it's, it's almost like a documentary a little bit of, of the places that you go and, you know, the lifestyles and all of that. Um, so when you started TV, how's that really changed from what you were doing then when you very first began to what you're doing now with Uncharted? Uh, you know, it, when I first started, my my goal was to bring the hunters along with us on the hunt. And I, I remember when I first pitched the, the sponsors about it way long ago, boy, 17, 18 years ago, for the hunting adventure show. And you know, I, you know, I said we're going to be hopefully traveling all over the world and talking about culture and and uh, different hunting skills, traditions in other parts of the world. They, 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 the, com- the most common response was it'll never fly because it's not about turkeys and whitetail, and that's all hunters want to see. And, they, and you know, I, I, I disagreed with them. I, you know, hunters are explorers, explorers are hunters. And we, we've been opening up this world since the beginning of humankind. Mm-hmm. And part of that is discovering, you know, the different foods in a new place, uh, uh, the traditions in a new place, the uh, the culture that's in these places and every hunter given the opportunity, you know, wants, I believe to, to learn about that. And, and again, as I was saying, that that's a part of hunting that the you know, popular press tends to forget about, or at least not focus on. So we, we decided to do that. You know, it's what I love about traveling to these places. Even if it's down to Mississippi, my goodness sakes, I was there a couple of weeks ago. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a different culture than I'm used <laughs> yes, to. Sir. Really. Yes, sir. And, and definitely different food. So, so you know, that's, that's what I wanted to show in, in our television productions. And, it, and it's obviously, you know, it, it's worked. Hunters yes. are interested in far more than just turkeys and, and white-tailed deer. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, as you travel the world and you speak at all the different things that you do and um, – what do you believe are the challenges that you see for hunters and, and conservation going forward? Well, I mean, it's educating the, the non-hunting public. You know, there, there's a tiny percentage, probably 3% out there, that are just ideologues that will never change their opinion of what, what hunting is. They, they don't 
it's not about the wildlife. It's, it's about stopping hunters right. from doing what they do. So those will never be able to change. You know, then there's 10% of, of us that hunt, um, you know, plus family members, so it's a lot higher number than that. But then there's the, the middle 80%. And that, our biggest challenge will be educating that middle 80% about what hunting actually is and, and, and the benefits of hunting conservation-wise, just health-wise, if, if for no other reason, good organic meat mm-hmm. and, and touching back family-wise. You know, it's, it's a great pastime for a family. So our biggest challenge would be somehow getting into the, the mainstream press with, with that message and, and you know, negating some of their, their negative press on and caricaturizing or caricaturizing. <laughs> I've been hiking for a long time. Yeah, no uh, you know, Like basically showing us as buffoons. I mean, we're not. We're not. And that, that's going to be our biggest challenge is uh, educating the non-hunting public. We, we need them. And for the most part, as soon as you have a chance to explain to them, they understand. They get it very quickly. It, it's just logic. And, and on top of that, it's right. So, that you know, if we can reach them with a message, we all, uh, we'll, we'll done a great service to hunting and hunting hunters going into the future. Yes, sir. You know, looking at all the different places you've hunted, uh, you know, and looking up some of the research, 45 countries, six continents, uh, 350 species, what what drives you still today after having so much success? Um, what, what's still your, your motivation for continuing on? <laughs> Discovery. Yes, sir. I mean, what, what's, what's over that, that next mountain, across that next river? Uh, that's like I said earlier. Hunters are explorers. Explorers are hunters, and, and you know it's not so much about the animal. I, I'm honestly just as excited hunting a, a, a gopher as I am hunting a cape buffalo over in Africa. Yes. I, I, you know that that feeling as a hunter, we know what it is. It, it's virtually impossible to explain it to somebody who doesn't hunt I mean, until they experience it. They they don't they can't. How do you how do you describe it? Overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's not an adrenaline rush. It's not. You, you can get that doing, you know, jumping out of an airplane. That's that's not what it is at all. So so it's that, that deep spirituality that, that overwhelms you when, when you're out there in the wildlands, you know, knowing you're hunting, not just voyeuristically looking at the, uh, at the animals or, you know, the landscape, but actually being a part of, of this natural cycle of life, Forgetting death, forgetting life, forgetting death. I mean, it, it's you know being a part of that in every place that I can be, and and discovering you know the, the hunting techniques, learning about the people in that area, you know, the habits of the wildlife that we're after, the taste. I mean, just to try these different animals, the different ways they prepare them. You know, this this all draws me like a, a moth to a flame, and like I say, I, I think that's the the Explorer gene inside this particular hunter is very, very strong, but it, but it's in every hunter. Absolutely. Jim Shockey is our guest. Check out, again, this Facebook, facebook.com slash Uncharted Television. Follow him on Facebook. Um, check out the shows on the Outdoor Channel for your local listings. We're going to take a short break. And, Jim, when we come back, I'd like for you to, you know, I've watched some of the videos and different things about you, and I, and I heard you tell a story about, um, and I, I forgot where you were, but where the gentleman ripped off your sunglasses and then uh, oh yeah yeah i would yeah. i would love for you to tell that story if you don't mind when we come back 
100 percent i'll do it all right sir you're listening to sports from colorado we got to take a short break we'll be back with more with jim shockey right after this okay turn here well watch it watch it during the moment when you're in a serious car accident you aren't thinking about who's at fault oh no what if i never hear my kids laugh again You're not thinking about hospital bills or insurance claims. What if I never hear my husband say I love you again? I changed your oil. And you're not thinking about police reports or who your lawyer should be. I never thought this would happen to me. In the split second when you're in a car accident, you're thinking about the most important things in life. When you've been in an accident, call Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law at 303-806-8886. Kevin will help you determine who's at fault, what to say to the insurance company, and who will help pay for your hospital bills so you can get back to thinking about the important things. That's Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law at 303-806-8886. November is Senior Pets Month at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hi, this is Scott Watley, your host of Haystack Help Radio. Did you know that if your dog or cat is seven years old, your pet is a senior citizen? All through November, bring your senior pet in for their annual or semi-annual exam and receive $25 off of a senior pet blood panel, and you'll receive an entry for your chance to win a fabulous senior pet gift basket. Senior dogs and cats are at risk for many of the same illnesses and conditions that affect older humans, such as diabetes, heart disease, cancer, arthritis, dental disease, vision, and hearing loss. Call 303-708-8050 and schedule your senior pet for their exam now. That's 303-708-8050. Help your pet live a long and happy life. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is located at 8681 East Lincoln Avenue. Open seven days a week for your convenience. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve a good life. 303-708-8050 or visit them at LoneTreeVet.com. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet is having its year-end clearance sale on all new 2017 Chevrolets. Other Chevy dealers are offering 20% off. We're going to top that. We're offering 30% off on new Chevrolets. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at LynnLyleChevy.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley. Very honored today and a true privilege to have a legend actually on our show, and that is Jim Shockey. Uh, got to meet Jim recently when he was here in Denver at the Cabela's, and a great privilege for him to take a few minutes and be with us today. Now, before the break, I mentioned a video that I saw, and you were um, in a, a foreign, foreign place and what we might call dangerous. And I guess that all depends on the political climate and what's going on then. But um, uh, tell us that story a little bit, Jim, about the sunglass issue. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually, that, that's happened on the, in Ethiopia on the smuggling line between Somalia and Sudan. Um, I was in, in an area that is controlled by the Mercy tribe, and you know, there, there, some of them are, are like anywhere. There, there's some bad actors. And, and I was out in the savannah, and I bumped into a uh, group of about seven of these young warriors. I mean, they're all carrying AK-47s. They're hard, hard, hard young men. You know, they're late teens, early twenties. Lots of testosterone. And uh, <laughs> when they when they came up to us, I mean, normally we're a pretty hard target. You know, we always show 
or try and present that, that look, you, you, someone's going to get killed, someone's going to get hurt real bad, and, and we don't know which one it is, so don't bother. It's just not worth it. But in this case, you know, occasionally, you, you know, you get someone that wants to push it, and the, this young sort of leader of that little gang came up to me. You know, there was a standoff in front of us, and he walked up and pulled my sunglasses off my face and, and put them on himself and then turned to his buddies and it was kind of, you know, like, yeah, look how cool I am. And, you know, that that's a dominance. That, that he's exerting dominance. And right. You, you can't ever let that happen. You know, this isn't about diplomacy when it comes to that kind of situation. It's, you know, force can only be met with an equal force. And if it, uh, it you know, goes beyond that, well, that so be it. But you're not going to avoid it by talking. It'll just get worse. He'll turn around and next he'll he'll grab whatever, make you take your boots off, and then mm-hmm. then eventually they they just do whatever they want with you. So so when he after he turned to his buddies and turned to me just to kind of see what I would do, I reached over and grabbed his uh, his uh, Grigri necklace and snapped it off his neck and and implied that this was a good trade. He gets my sunglasses, I get his Grigri. So there's equal force. At that point, he has to decide: Am I bluffing or? Or, you know, is is this truly, you know, someone's going to die, someone's going to get hurt badly. And I remember it was a standoff for about 15 seconds, but, you know, human nature, this little guy was, you knew he was probably uh, not much of a, not, not a very nice guy even to his buddies. He was the leader for a reason. He was probably meaner and not, not as well-liked as the other guys, but, you know, more powerful. He, One of the other guys behind him started snickering. And once that happened, then the whole group of them started laughing at, at their little leader, and that broke the, the tension. He, right. he gave the sunglasses back. I gave the Grigri necklace back to him, and we're, uh, we were buddies. Because that, that was the only way to save things. So I actually, my screensaver on my computer is was me standing with those seven <laughs> little bad actors and, and uh, <laughs> taking a picture with them. So that, you know, it reminds me every single day of, of the fact that we can never, ever walk around being victims. You know, sometimes sometimes you just have to stand your ground. Yes, draw a line in the sand, that's it. No more, no more. And, and that's, like I say, a reminder every day when I see that picture. Absolutely, man. What a cool story, yeah. Um, so all the trophies, we mentioned those, a few of those that you've taken. Um, are there any that you can think of that just have more of a, a special meaning for you? Oh, for sure. A- any, of the, any of the animals that... You know, I was hunting with my family. Yes, not, not animals that I've taken necessarily. I mean, I, I've got white-tailed deer from my father, moose from my father that are in in our museum. You know, Eva's deer or son Bramlin's deer. I, I think I've even got a couple of Eva's moose, you know, up on the wall, which which you can always tell because they're the smallest ones up there. <laughs> yeah, right. they're, 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 those, those are <laughs> hopefully hopefully Eva's listening right now. Thank you, Eva. Right. Uh, you know, the, 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 um, you know the, the, the most important animals to me, the memories of, of being with family. Yes, sir. But uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. I don't care if it's a world record walking by me. If it, if it meant that I would miss a hunt with one of my family members, I, I, would, I would care less about that world record. Right. It's way, way more important about family. Absolutely. Jim Shockey is our guest. Once again, check out the Outdoor Channel shows that Jim has. Uncharted, you will not see a finer show than that. Jim Shockey's hunting adventures as well. So what could be possibly be left on the Jim Shockey bucket list to take? 
Well, there, there's animals, you know, just because I've hunted in those countries all over the world doesn't mean that I got the animals after every time. So there, there's some places that I sure like to go back and have a, a sure. redo. Yes, One of sir. Is, uh, back to Liberia for zebra diker. I, you know, I spent 17 days hiking around in those jungles trying to get a zebra diker, never saw one. And uh, Then, of course, the Ebola uh, problem happened, so I, I haven't been able to get back in there. And, you know, that's that's one that I'd like to go back and try. I, I've heard that there's hunting for mouse deer in Vietnam, but I don't know anybody that's done it. Um, I love to hunt in Guam. I know there's actual hunting for sandbar there. So, hmm. you know, there there's a few places that uh, I haven't been in. And if there's countries that will open up, like Japan, to uh, foreign hunting, there's a lot of hunting in Japan, but just not not for foreigners. Sure. So if they ever open up, I'd love to hunt hunt there. And uh, China, if it opens up again. The Primorsky cry over in Russia. I didn't get a chance to hunt down there out of Vladivostok. You know, those are there's some really cool animals that they're trying to go after. So, so there's there's lots on the bucket list. I, you know, it's it's just you know the world's a big place and uh, hmm. nobody will ever hunt everything everywhere. But uh, I, I mean, I'm sure give it my best shot. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, when I first contacted you, I was over in uh, South Africa hunting, and of course, I know you go over there quite a bit as well. Um, What do you see in the future for, you know, boy, the the climate there for hunting in South Africa? Uh, You know, it's a really sad, sad state of affairs in so many of the African countries, not not just South Africa. You know, they're they're rolling over, They're, they're turning over, they're there's so much change happening, and I, and I sometimes despair about what will happen to the wildlife in those places. You know, I, I, it's definitely going to continue to go. You know, like they'll, they'll still be hunting in South Africa for sure into the foreseeable future. But, but uh, boy, you know, another 20 years from now, I'd like my my grandchildren to be able to experience the hunting in South Africa. But, but I'm not so sure that that's going to happen Mm -hmm. Uh, like i said sometimes filled with despair the political situation in these countries you know there's a lot of failed states over in africa and south africa is still functioning but but not as well as it was you know a few years back so i I, it's hard to say i mean i if i was wise enough wise enough to predict the future i'd (laughs) be able to tell everybody either get out of there or everybody move there you know i guess it's hard to say but but i know it it doesn't I, i you know i it doesn't look great for the wildlife, unfortunately. Yes, sir. But, uh, you know, that, that's the reality of today's world. There's, there's too many of us as the problem. There's seven and a half billion of us in this world, and we need space. We need something to eat, and, and unfortunately, wildlife is something that can be eaten and doesn't really belong to anybody, so it doesn't hurt your own net worth. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. If, uh, any Anything we can do to help over there, we really have a responsibility to do for sure is conservationists. Absolutely. Uh, just a couple minutes left here, but one thing, you know, uh, like I say, since family is a, certainly a, a big part to me, certainly, uh, you know, love that about uh, all the different things that I've been able to read and watch about you as well. What are your suggestions for those families maybe, you know, where, hey, you know, the dad or mom, you know, they are hunters or trying to get the kids into it. What are some uh, tips that maybe you could give for, you know, hey, you're trying to get your young person into doing this. Um, you know, what are some tips to help get our young people, you know, involved in this for the next generation of hunting? Yeah, there, there, you know, there's a, kind of a lost generation. We urbanized uh, you know, back through the 60s, 70s, and, and lost 
a generation or two of hunters. So it is difficult nowadays for the this newer sort of locavore type hunter from the urban centers to, to learn and, and discover the wonders of hunting without any connections into the hunting world. But you know, to them, I'd say that there's all kinds of local organizations, uh, fishing and game clubs in just about every urban center. So you know, the, the kids nowadays, the youngsters are are so well versed at you know, googling. Just Google, you'll yeah. find who's ever local in your area. And, and the great thing about hunters, they're always willing to help out. You know, if there's someone new, you know, this they don't treat them as as outsiders. They welcome them. They want them to come and learn to discover. They want to share the like I say, the wonders of the outdoors. So. So there's, there's many organizations, conservation organizations in every part of, of you know, Canada and the United States that, that these people can, can access. And, and they'll, they'll find a, a welcoming committee that would love to have them and love to teach them about hunting, give them the, the, the starters, you know, a foundation. At that point, you know, then it's just desire. You, the more time you spend out in the wildlands, the higher your odds of, of succeeding getting that animal. So you know that that takes desire. That that part nobody can instill. That you're you're born with that. Absolutely. Well, Jim, hey man, I really mean this. I am super super grateful for your time today, and uh, hopefully our paths will cross again. And uh, but I appreciate you taking time to be with us on Sportsman of Colorado. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. Thanks for giving me a voice. All right, that's Jim Shockey. We got to take another short break. We'll be back with more of Sportsman of Colorado right after this. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coating, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. Now is a great time to get your furnace inspected. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is proud of their 45 years of HVAC service to Littleton, Highlands Ranch, and Denver metro area. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is your Lennox and Carrier expert heating and air conditioning contractor. They are proud to offer the finest heating, air conditioning, and indoor air quality products with prompt and professional customer service and satisfaction. Call today and mention Haystack Help Radio and save $25 off any repairs or $100 off your furnace installation. Call 303 303- 798-3880. That's 303-798-3880 for your appointment today. Littleton Heating and Air, A-plus members of the Better Business Bureau and official Haystack Help registered company. This is Scott Watley for my friends at Rampart Firearms in Sedalia. This is a great store, family owned and operated. They buy, sell, trade, and consign firearms. You will find a great selection of new and pre-owned handguns, shotguns, and rifles. If you can't find the gun you want, Rampart Firearms will special order your gun at no extra cost. Found a gun on the internet? Rampart Firearms will do one firearm transfer and the background check for only $10 if you mention Sportsman of Colorado. Rampart Firearms, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Located at Highway 66. 
27 in Santa Fe in Sedalia. Rampart Firearms opens seven days a week. 720-468-0050. Need a new pickup? Lynn Lyle Chevrolet is having a Silverado year-end clearance sale. With Silverado starting at just $26.9, Lynn Lyle Chevrolet always has the lowest prices. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. My name is Scott Watney along with Kevin Flesh. We're going to go to the phones now. And as I said in our previous segment, talk to the Director of Communications, Mr. <laughs> John Kirk, for the International Sportsman's Expo. How are you, John? I'm excellent, Scott. How are you guys doing? Hey, man, we're doing great. We're doing great. I mean, Kevin and I, we were just talking before the show came on. We are saying, man, we're like 10 weeks away. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, be careful about that. That, that uh, brings fear in, uh, <laughs> yeah. to me. <laughs> Sure, right? It's, we've got lots to do between now and then. Yes, sir. Millions of details. It's, uh, you know, it's interesting. We always say it's, uh, it's like planting seeds. You, you plant them, and uh, much of the year goes by, and you never know whether anything's going to grow. And then almost overnight, everything starts growing, and not just growing, but ready to harvest. And um, it's almost impossible to know what's going to happen. So, you you know, you always plant more seeds. And uh, sure. some years they all come to pass, and it just it's almost overwhelming, but it's cool because there's lots of new stuff and sometimes, uh, you know, fewer. But this year seems to be, so far, lots of great stuff is happening, and, and you know, that's that's what you want. Well, that's cool. Again, this is January 11th through the 14th at the Denver Convention Center, and that's a Thursday through Sunday and truly, truly, and we're going to get into some of this, a family event. I mean, uh, great. Deal. So if you say, hey, I'm not a hunter, what's there for me? I promise you there's stuff for you, Kevin. There's so many I things mean, to, for a family to just walk through and so many things in Colorado to see and around yeah. the, the western part of the U.S. I mean, I'm always amazed. We're the, there every year, and every year there's something new, right, mm-hmm. John? I mean, you guys do a really well, that, nice job of bringing in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to. I mean, uh, people, you know, the first question that people want to know is what's new, and probably the biggest complaint is, well, it's the same. And I would say um, it, probably of the 540 exhibitors or so that we'll have, there are different companies. Probably 12% will be new, which means 65 new companies. And it seems over the, the, um, the years that the new companies tend to be local cool products so it's a brand new camper company that you know has a low-cost camper that uh you know comes out of some place in colorado that you never saw right and, um the, those kind of things are surprising and fun and that's what people um you know come to come to see and uh, buy and uh, research and all that well and all the new products too talking about you know canoes and other types of water sports and things there's always somebody that's <laughs> yeah. got something new that you're like wow i never thought about that and uh that's right well and, and over the last you know the, the you know hunting and fishing is still the core of the show and and the majority of the exhibitors are doing something with fishing and hunting whether it's a product or a service or a destination or some sort of support for a hunting or an angling trip but in the last five or so years some of those companies that were traditionally fishing and hunting have started to spread out into yeah other things, um, and more companies that aren't necessarily fishing and hunting but are outdoors have come in. And, you know, that's kind of necessary as Colorado continues to grow, as more people come into Colorado. 
uh, seeking an outdoor lifestyle. Our, comp- uh, our company, our exhibitors, our show needs to offer things to, to satisfy the people who have been there for, you know, some people have been coming since the beginning. Was, you know, we're in our 41st year. But other people don't know anything about us and may not even care about fishing and hunting, but they're into camping and they're into off-roading or water sports or whatever, and uh, we need to be able to please them, too. So that's a challenge um, to grow beyond your beginnings, but, you know, it's what each of us has to do. Now, also this year, and we're involved with you on the adventure theater side here with our show, and then, of course, our good friend Terry Wickstrom. Uh, Terry does a great show here locally as well and uh, does the fishing side, but you're having your first ever camping seminar. Well, that's exactly right, and we're working with um, a lady named Delilah Singer of, and I may pronounce her first name wrong, but she's a writer for 5280, which is a great younger uh, magazine for, uh, based in Colorado, and every year the magazine does uh, a big camping spread, um, and they break it up into a variety of subjects. So it's car camping and family camping, and if you want to go look at wildlife. So she's going to take the best of and uh, talk about car camping and family camping uh, in Colorado, and she's going to give some insight into locations, but I think even more exciting would be uh, the kinds of tips and gear and things that someone would need. So we're hoping that people who have camped their entire life might learn about some new places, and people who just are coming to the show for the first time or in Colorado will uh, meet that expert uh, and, and learn, you know, what is possible. And I think that's, you know, that's the key to the show, too, is to bring that many companies and as many experts as we have. Um, you know, we're in town four days Sure. But we want people to hook up with experts, whether it's yourself, Scott, you know, you know a lot of people because you're there every day of the year. And folks can begin their adventure by coming to the show, hook up with somebody and uh, on whatever outdoor topic they want, and then follow up after we've gone to town. So we're kind of like, you know, the old days rendezvous where you mm-hmm. come and you stock yourself up and then, you know, go about your business. Sure. John Kirk is our guest. John is the Director of Communications for the International Sportsman's Expo. Again, this will be January 11th through the 14th. That's a Thursday and Friday. Hours will be noon to 8, Saturday 10 to 7, Sunday 10 to 5. And listen, they've made this very affordable. When you see all the things that go into having a show here, 16 bucks for an adult ticket, youth 15 and under, an active military with ID free, and again, this will be free of charge, and this will be at the Colorado Convention Center at 714th Street in Denver. You know, you mentioned 41 years, and we said that in kind of passing, but man, to do anything 41 <laughs> years, I mean, you know, man, that takes a lot of people, takes a lot of work, and I mean, once the show ends, it's almost like you got a season with the other ones you do around the country. I mean, you never stop thinking about the next year already. We don't, and and uh, that's I think why I've been here 20 years. Um, you know, basically half the lifetime of the company, and why I absolutely love my job because um, one thing I love about the outdoors is the tradition, but I also love new things, gadgets and technology and all that. But beyond that, I think it's important that we be ethical people who have good character to mm-hmm. respect our outdoors and be good. And I think the outdoors and I think the show reflects a lot of that. 
Um, and I think that in today's world where, you know, most people are on their gadgets constantly, you know, if we can get them to uh, take the gadget into the outdoors and maybe put it in their pants pocket, um, I, I think that we can be great teachers without being uh, preachy, but be good teachers about how to be a better citizen, how to be a better person, how to be a, you know, a better participant um, all around. And, and that's a huge challenge. Um, and fortunately, our show does well with uh, help from partners such as you. And, uh, you know, the exhibitors continue to come back and we tend to grow. And, and so it's, uh, you know, it's not like it was 41 years ago. Mm-hmm. It's different, but it's, it, it works for, for now. Sure. And it definitely is, I think, an opportunity for, like you said, for people to interact face-to-face, which is nice. You know, in comparison to looking stuff up on your device or on the Internet, you know, you get to see a, you get to see a human being standing there talking with you about an experience and, and giving you advice. And that's just a really nice thing to have. And it's, it's a nice opportunity to have it because it's all condensed into a one space. I think you're right, and I think um, you know everybody. Um, most everyone will do research on their on their laptop or on their tablet or on their phone before, during, and after the show. But I still think that that face to face with somebody who might be uh, taking you into the wilderness right. to do something for the first time. Um, you know, I think it's real important that you get to know them and get a sense of their character <laughs> Absolutely. before you go do that. And that's that's kind of hard to do online. Yeah, and the personality is so important. I mean, many of these experiences, the, the hunting or fishing, the, the catching and the and yeah. the killing part of it is We look one at Ryan thing. Martinez of Yes Bay Lodge. We've right. been fortunate to go there the last two years. And, I mean, met at the ISC show, great guy, and him right. and his wife, Nikki, are right there. So, again, as John just said, when you're personally talking, and most of the time the owners are here where you can talk to them, so it's pretty hard to oversell something when you know they're going to be picking you up at their That's board. exactly right. <laughs> better come Absolutely. Through. Yeah. But that's also really <laughs> yeah. nice to see, too. Yeah. I mean, it's something that's really important for people to make buying decisions as well. Oh, absolutely. I think it's essential. You know, I guess some people, especially younger people, might say, well, that's old-fashioned. I can do it all online. You know, okay, I don't agree with that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I would hope that they would come and visit the show and see what it's like to actually talk to another person and uh, get to know them. Because uh, the world gets bigger that way, and uh, I think it gets bigger in a better way. So talking about new things as well at the show, I see that a comment that you made for us to talk about is the new canine demos by the Colorado Parks oh, yeah. and Wildlife. So tell us about yeah, that. Colorado. What's that about? Sure. Well, um, there are many people probably don't know that your state, through the Colorado Parks and Wildlife, has a canine program and canine dogs. And these guys go out and they help people. They search for people. Um, they don't have a huge team, but um, sometimes dogs are absolutely essential and one of the goals of the show, again, is to allow the public to see people who they may not know exist, but they should feel comfortable that when you go into the outdoors, um, you may be safer because people, experts, are out there ready to help you if you have an issue. Um, and, and, again, part of the show is to promote those people so that the public knows that you know, some of their dollars are being spent wisely and well um, and, and we've never been able to feature these folks, so we're going to have the uh, guys doing a couple seminars, and they'll kind of introduce themselves, talk what they do, let people meet their dogs, and, um, you know, uh, it's something new. Yeah, that's really cool. So the search and rescue where you you pay the buck or two bucks, whatever it is, for your license, I mean, that's the, that's what's funding these folks, and it, it'll be nice that's to right. see some, you know, paws on the ground, so to speak, and when 
not when you're <laughs> not when you're needing them. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, again, you know, every, you know, I was just reading an article last night about some lady who was talking about going outdoors and camping overnight by herself, and how the first night she basically stayed awake the entire night because she was terrified. Um, and I think a lot of times people don't go outdoors because they they haven't done it or they haven't done it here. Right. Yeah. And they're concerned, and they need to know that there are experts all over the place willing to back and ready to back them up. And these are just a couple of the experts out there, um, you know, who are, who are for that purpose. And so they should feel more comfortable going out, and then they can talk to the people and the experts of the show, and you know, learn some skills and feel more confident. And, and hopefully take that first step outdoors. Absolutely. International Sportsman's Expo, January 11th through the 14th. Again, just a couple of the new things. There's going to be a new wilderness camp. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, a great uh, help with this show as well, has the Great Elk Tour. Um, Eastman's Trophy Deer. There's going to be some classroom clinics. Of course, we mentioned the Adventure Theater. A lot of great seminars there on the hunting side of things. And uh, also our Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Elk Calling Contest is going to be back on Saturday. So a lot going on. And, John, we will certainly be having you on uh, as we get closer to uh, give us more updates. And we'll get some of the folks on that are going to be doing seminars as well. Go to sportsexpos.com. Again, sportsexpos.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and uh, facebook.com slash sportsexpos. But this is something that you got to attend every year, and I'm telling you, a lot of new things and a lot of work has gone into this. So, John, we look forward to it, and thank you so much for uh, letting us be a, a part of this, and uh, we look forward to it and uh, love working with you guys. Well, it's ditto, and thank you for helping to make the show better every year, Scott, with all of your connections and your people, and we couldn't do it without folks like you who care about the outdoors and are out there every day trying to protect it and grow it. Well, thanks so much, man. I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Take care. All right. That's John Kirk, Director of Communications, again, for the International Sportsman's Expo. Check out their website, sportsexpos.com. Kevin, time for a break. Yep. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We'll be right back. Need a place to send in your rifle for the upcoming hunting season? Let me tell you about the official shooting range of Sportsman of Colorado, Blue Core Shooting Center. Open Mondays, 10 to 6 p.m., and Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 8. And for your convenience, Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Blue Corps offers the only 100-yard indoor range in Denver. Become a member for only $35 per month, and you can shoot an unlimited amount with no lane fees. With your membership, there's no waiting your turn. You can reserve a lane online. Blue Core Shooting Center is even climate controlled for your comfort. Blue Core Shooting Center, 7860 West Jewel Avenue in Lakewood. Tell them Sportsman of Colorado sent you. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy, up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. 
If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms, and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 303-781-3626. That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansattic.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing. Snow's coming, and at Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, we have over 150 pre-owned trucks and SUVs on sale right now. We made a special purchase, and we'll wholesale to the public. 4x4 starting at just $59.95, so come visit us. Lynn Lyle Chevrolet, I-225 in East Colfax, or on the web at lynnlylechevy.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. It is time now to talk about one of my favorite places to go and one of the best fun times you will ever have. And that is just out of Wichita Falls, Texas with our good friend Alan Schaffner and Lone Star Hunts. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Scott. How are you today? Hey, man, I'm doing great, doing great. And I'm doing great because it's getting closer to when we're going to come see you in November. <laughs> man, you're, you are behind. We've got a group here this weekend. It is hog hunting season in Texas, or low star hunts anyway. Absolutely. Well, good deal. You know, Al, it, it's amazing, you know, and we'll, we'll just use Texas for now because that is where a lot of people think about the hog hunting. But I'm telling you, the more I'm around guys and I tell them about Lone Star, boy, they'll bring up something and say, we, and we talked about this on a previous show, but again, we're not cutting down competition out there in this area because there's a lot of good places, you know, in Texas and other states that have hog hunting. But you got to be careful of the word unlimited um, because, and well, I've told you the story before, one of our sponsors, a good friend of mine, I really thought I had him convinced to come to you, and it was a few hundred dollars more for the word unlimited, and they they bit off on that, and uh, 10 guys went and spent about $1,200 a piece and saw two hogs between all 10 of them. That does not make for a fun hog hunt. No, it makes a long weekend, a long <laughs> trip, that's for sure. And, you know, it's hunting. you got to see stuff and all that, but your setup's a little bit different. And I always tell people, hey, he'll guarantee you'll see hogs. Now, if you can hit them, that's up to you. Yeah, we've already had a guy this morning. Had, I mean, out this morning, he'll kill two big hogs, one of them 250-pounder and one about 200, something like that. I mean, he's, he's already, you know, well on his way to being through. He was surprised. Yeah, it's hard right now. We're coming in, coming off. You know, we haven't had a freeze yet, and the grass is tall. We've had a real wet summer, mm -hmm. and it is hunting. I mean, it's just hunting at the best. I tell you that. Man, we cannot wait to get there again. Alan Schaffner is our guest. Lone Star Hunts. There's a few slots left now. If you want to get into some real fun action hog hunting. Call Alan today, 940-636-1990, 940-636-1990. And for someone listening out there, maybe you got, you know, 
guy or gal's got a birthday or, you know, Christmas is not too long from now, hey, don't do the tie and the socks, all the different things like that. Do something that's just a blast, and that is hog hunting here with Lone Star Hunts. So here's our setup with Alan, and he's been kind enough to do this for us. Um, basically, there, there's a couple of packages you can do. The packages do not change in the number of hogs. It's more in the amenities. So, Alan, let's talk about the packages you have. Well, we offer two type of packages. We've got our cabin package and our ranch house, our lodge, but it's, it's, a, it's a remodeled ranch house. Yes, and The cabin nice. package itself, both of them, you can kill four hogs that weigh 150 pounds or less, and that's considered a meat hog. Anything over 150 pounds is considered a trophy. So basically, you can kill four meat hogs if you want to. And if you accidentally, or you like this guy did this morning, kill a trophy pig, mm-hmm. he's still got two meat hogs to go. So, I mean, it's it's one trophy and two meat hogs are two trophy pigs, and, and that's both packages. But the difference is in the packages is the cabin and the ranch house, where you come in the cabin, it's kind of an economy package. It runs $750 per person. And you furnish your own food in the cabin. It sleep four people comfortably. It's a 500 square foot cabin. It's nice, but it, you know it it is sleep. We got two bunk beds in there, and right. and you furnish your own food. But then if you step up in the ranch house, it's just a uh, uh, we can sleep nine people in there easily, and uh, more people than we can really have out in the hunting area. Sure. Time. But um, I furnish the food the two days you're hunting. And, I mean, we eat, I mean, good steak potatoes type deal. I I'm mean, telling you, know, you. It's not gourmet foods, but it, people say, i got to go home and go on a diet. Ma- no kidding. Over the weekend or so. Yeah, no kidding. It is great. And then here's something a little special we do, uh, and Alan's been kind enough to offer us for this. If you mention Sportsman of Colorado Radio when you call and book your hunt, you'll get a bonus hog that weighs 100 pounds or less, again, which very very tasty animal. So, Give them a call, 940-636-1990. Check out what dates you can go. And, uh, you know, most of the things are weekends, but there, are, there may be some times if you say, hey, i got to do a weekday kind of deal, Alan will try his best to work that out for you as well. And so it's 940-636-1990. And just ask, figure out which package you want to do. I highly recommend the ranch house, as Alan said. It's very comfortable. Got Nice recliners, leather sofa in there, watch some TV in the evenings and all the different things there. And uh, great, great meals. And, um, again, four hogs, 150 pounds or less with each package. Uh, you do get a bonus pig there for that weighs under 100 pounds if you mention our show. Now, let's talk about what you like and what you mostly see out there for uh, choice of weapons. Well, uh, there's a lot of people want to bring a 223 or what the 5.57, the AR style rifle. Mm-hmm. Really and truly, those aren't big enough for yep. these hogs. Yep. I mean, these hogs are tough. <laughs> they're hard to kill, and you a lot of times you're shooting them on the run. You you know you don't get the headshot. Yeah, you can get a headshot, you can shoot them with a 22. Sure, but it's not that easy. And uh, so we need a bigger, high-powered, you know, bigger rifle caliber. So we recommend, and and we frown upon the AR, you know, two twenty three style rifles. Uh, two forty three or bigger is what we like to. I like to see you have. That's got some knockdown power, you know. Uh, you know, open sight scope. You're going to have shots, you know, within fifteen twenty feet, sure, one hundred and fifty yards. So it, it varies. And a lot of people, 
bring pistols with them mm-hmm. just in case they, you know, get in a bind or get real close shots and, and can shoot something with a pistol. That's great. We also, also bow hunters. We, we have a good number of bow hunters that come out and do their hunting. Right. And so usually the setup is, and I mean, for archery, uh, you can tell me if you do it a little bit different, but most time when we come out, you know, that first morning we'll do some blind hunting. And uh, well, most of your archery guys, um, uh, you you like to keep in those blinds? Well, normally what happens is there's uh, one or two archery hunters that come down with a couple rifle hunt- hunters and stuff like that. So, you know, I haven't had guys spot and stalk archery. And uh, you've got to be real good, you know, real good to do that. But, I mean, and, you know, a real good archery hunter. And, but we've had that, you know, people doing quite often. Uh, and But, yeah, like you said, we recommend you send the blind to begin with. That's what I recommend. It's not mandatory. Right. And then after that, it's a spot and stalk. Get out there and rattle the bushes and see what you kick up. This is a daytime hunt. We are, you know, and so, you know, pigs are nocturnal. So you have to get in there in our hunting area and, and just really rattle the bushes and get them moving. Sure. Daytime. And, you know, in my opinion, it's a lot safer during the daytime. Yeah. And you're able to get in there and, and see the pigs, and, you know, with our operation. And, you know, just the the, the safety or the, the lack of safety, see, it, it, it appears that at night it just, it, it just gets more complicated. Right, and, right. And uh, no matter what you're doing, you know, if you're changing a flat in the dark, <laughs> it's ten you. times easier doing it during daytime. You know? Yes, sir. I won't change flat no matter what, but uh, that's that's kind of how it is. And, and so we'll stay out. You know, we'll get out early in the morning, go to the blind. That you you know sit there and watch the sunrise and hunt out of the blind, hunt out of the blind the first morning, and then after that it's just a regular spot and stop. Get out there and kick the bushes. Right. And one thing is really great. This is really for anyone. Um, you know, I mean, I know a lot of. Uh, guys, unfortunately, our knees aren't what they used to be, and so you know it's hard to do a lot of walk. These are this is a great, comfortable hunt, and again, Alan, his team there, they can, the guys, the boys, they can fit your needs, and so this is not something that can you know if you want to get out and walk a bunch, hey, there, there's a bunch of acres to do that on. But again, if you'll listen to them, they're the guides. They know how to do it, and they'll know how to get you on some hogs. And uh, again, a great time. There are a few spots left between now and the end of the year, but you should call today. 940-636-1990, 940-636-1990. And you guys will be here in January for the International Sportsman's Expo again, I presume? Yes, we that's just almost anymore. We've been up there 7, 18 years now, wow. every year. And it's just almost like old home week. People <laughs> come by, yeah, I hunted with you five years ago. Well, I'm, I'm planning on coming back. And then I've got groups of people who come by and, you know, hunt with me every year. And they stand in a booth for a while. They can sell my product almost better than I can because, you know, they, you know, have the experience and can tell the other hunters exactly what, you know, what how the experience was for them. Sure. And, and you know, that is one part that's just, I mean, it is just fun and action. And like I say, we bring a couple of rifles. You know, we brought, I know Red enjoys shooting his 30-30 lever action open sights, and then he'll bring a 30-06. And, you know, I brought my 308 um, with the suppressor on it and all, and that's a lot of fun. And then, you know, I shoot a 45-70 a lot of the lever action. So, uh, again, it is a great time. But Alan said I highly recommend something 243 or bigger because I'm telling you, these hogs are tough. Wow. I got a, Scott, I got a real funny story to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about buying, a, buying this for a gift. I had a lady call me, text me the other day, 
and um, wanted to buy this for, I think, a Christmas gift or a birthday gift for her husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, call me. And when she, she left the number to call, she left her home phone number. When I called her, uh, her husband answered the phone. I asked for her name was Diane. I asked her Diane. I said, and he said, yeah, just a minute. And we were talking. And, and the funny part is, well, this is not really a good time to talk right now. My husband is here. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it sounded like something, something not just right. Right, right. Her. But it, it was, I hadn't even told my wife that story yet. <laughs> but that's what she said. Now's not a good time to be talking. My husband's not here. But oh, she that's her, funny. For her husband, a gift. And, uh, you know, as you said, Christmas is coming up. This is a perfect gift. Boy, perfect abs- gift. And, uh, they, you know, you come down here, and even the spouses are welcome here if they want to come. Oh, sure. You know, well, I mean, if they want to hunt women, we have uh, oh, about a 20% um, percent-wise women on our hunts. And, and uh, uh, we, I enjoy, you know, having the women come out and do their hunting and, 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 and show their husbands up, actually. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. They, they usually do a good job there. Well, Alan, we're looking forward to our visit, my friend, and um, I've even got a group I'm still trying to get there for December, too, so I'll be in touch with you on that, but we'll look forward to okay. it. Go to LoneStarHunts.com, 940-636-1990, 940-636-1990. Make sure you mention Sportsman of Colorado Radio when you book, and, I, you know, I guarantee you, you will have a blast. I guarantee it. So give Alan a call today, 940-636-1990. So, Alan, thank you very much, sir. Hi, thanks, Scott. Uh-huh. All right, and thank you for joining us today for Sports from Colorado Radio. Hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.